What's going down, podcast listener? Welcome back to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I'm Tyler Colombaro. I'm the host of the show. If you enjoy conversations from point A to point B to point Q to point Z and then probably back to point like J or something like that, you've come to the right place because that's what we do here. We have genuine conversation with a guest or two across the table in person, sharing stories, sharing opinions, talking about why we think the way that we think and how we got here. And also we ponder politics currently, things that are going on that affect all of us, real issues that are at hand with humanity at the moment. And to help us do that for this episode, we have a very special guest, Erica Berto has joined us for this episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast. Erica Berto is a good friend of mine. We go way back. He's a gamer. He goes on Twitch and he records himself playing these fucking badass video games and shit. You should go check him out. I'll leave his handle in the description. It's Trouser Snauzer on Twitch and Twitter if you want to follow him there. And he's got a lot of good opinions, I think. Also, I just like to pick his brain. I like how he thinks. I like that he'll listen to me and then I listen to him and we kind of actually gain some perspective when we have conversations. So it's perfect to have him on the podcast. So if you're driving, drive safe. If you're sitting, have a good sit. If you're studying, fuck, you're the man for listening to a podcast while studying. How do you do it? But either way, let us voyage into the yonder of conversation with Erica Berto on the Symbiosis Now podcast. Yeah, man, we just chilling with my folks, man, you know what I mean? Having a little fun while we taking a little 15-20 minute break from the Ujo. Bro, so tell the people, bro. I feel like, I feel arrogant because I don't really know a lot about, like, the video game space. But I do know that, obviously, people watch you on the internet, like, playing video games and shit. And they do that, like, everybody does that. Like, one of my coworkers was telling me, because I told you, were, I told him that you were going to come on the podcast, was saying, like, yeah, man, there was this chick that worked with us at this one place that, like, she would play video games, but she would be, like, dressed kind of like, like, I'm not going to say slutty, because that's fucked up, but, like, you know, skimpy. She's trying to look like, you know, like, maybe in her, like, underwear or in a nightgown or some shit playing video games, but hella people would pay to watch her, to where she would, she left the job, she was like, yeah, I'm making more money doing this shit, Mm -hmm. and, like, I feel like you're telling me something similar, like, people like to watch shit, and, like, that's cool, but, like, how do you get into that, you know, you just do it? Yeah, you just did it on a whim, basically, myself, but, yeah, yeah, like, uh, when I started, I was just browsing my Xbox, and I noticed the Twitch app. It's the the website I used to stream from. Oh yeah, yeah, Twitch. Yep. Yeah. And I was using it to watch streamers from you know years ago already. And I was like, I wonder if I could stream. So it said I could stream directly through the Xbox. And I tried it out. And I just went live when I was playing a game. And I had my phone to see if people were chatting with me. Yeah. And I did get like one person to come in for a little bit. And then after a while, I just stopped streaming it. And then I went like a month or two later and I decided to try it again. Like it was nothing serious. I was just like trying it. Yeah. And then I started getting more people to come in and talk to me. It was like a couple. And then I started going into other streamers' chats and talking with them, making friends. And eventually they got to know me well enough to know that I stream too. And then more people came to watch. And, the community, bro. And yeah, just that. networking around as well. Never to like feel like I can get something out of somebody, but... Because I had a genuine 
like for their content and also I wanted to be friends with them. This is where I like to compare the internet to mycelium, like mushroom, like uh, fungus, like uh, neural networks that are, live below the surface of the soil, you know, and yeah. unite plants and organisms together, you know. It's like that's what the internet was supposed to be for, like doing shit like you're doing, I think. But also it's look at what's happening to it, bro. It's like it's also becoming this like this um, almost like a, a, a weapon of like – Mass destruction. <laughs> Depends on how people utilize it. They said they were in Iraq. They were here all along <laughs> in Google. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it was pretty cool just starting it out. Yeah. Like, learning about how to be a streamer and whatnot. And on the topic of like people who've gone into those gray areas of streaming, like, you know, stressing in certain ways, getting more viewers. It happens a lot. It's a lot of people skim the lines and get away with it. Yeah. But it's, it's more power to them, too, at the same time. They're making money. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it doesn't bother me too much, to be honest. But it starts bothering me when the other things happen that are a little more serious. You know, there's people who've, you know, thrown their cat behind their back while playing video games and got gotten very little a punishment for it when they should have you know gotten like banned <laughs> well technically for like um like incriminating yourself on camera that's something that like i don't like about our modern technology and how we use like instagram facebook snapchat because low-key we kind of incriminate ourselves with literal pictures that are like all on a server somewhere to like let's see if tyler has ever done anything weird <laughs> oh yeah oh <laughs> oh, this is this, this is not good. Look at this rap sheet of things that he should not be doing. Yeah, you know people I mean? will investigate. And wow, he's he's smoking a bong here. Can you believe it? Can't. And he's sending it to his best friend. Can you believe that? Oh, Fifty years. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, bro. Like it's just weird. Cancel culture, dude. Yeah, but also like it's beyond that. Like to me, we're at this point where I don't want to feel like this. I'm pretty optimistic, but I also feel like the way that like. Rules have changed socially and over the last couple of years specifically, but it's been happening for a while to where I feel like society is in general has been primed to make decisions on based off of the, you know, the safer route or the less, the more risky route. And right now I feel like everyone's kind of divided based off that, but I also kind of feel like there could be laws that this division creates based off of people's needs to make sure that the other side doesn't get away with this. And they're going to be extreme laws. Like, make sure that no one can say this about a certain person or entity. And if you do, that you're arrested. Like, like kind of like McCarthyism back in the day. North like, Korea. All everyone's communist. You know what I mean? That's North Korea right there. <laughs> And, like, honestly, like, and that's the thing, though, like, our our tech industry is getting kind of authoritarian-y. It's not cool. It's, like, technocratic. It's weird, you know? Yeah, I see it heading that direction, too. It's a little worrisome, for sure. Yeah. Having people know at all times what you're doing and what you've done before. Right. it's all recorded. Yeah. To, to some degree on, like, even words, you know, that you tweet or whatever the hell it might be. Oh, yeah. It could be anything. <laughs> yeah. 140 characters mean a lot. You know? <laughs> like, in history, they'll be like, ah, the Twitter. The day, the age of the Twitter. The age of the Twitter. You know? 140 characters, it says here, you see? 
and then then we move on to like 2300 year 2300 or something because like bro things are weird right now but it's such a blip isn't it hard to believe that like out of all of history like we could take 1850 or certain year out of the past and be like whoa what were people like during that time but then we kind of gloss over it like oh yeah that was the 1800s which is like a whole person's lifetime you know, 100 years lifetime or like a, a significant, that's a significant amount of time, like to refer back to and be like, whoa, how things were. But we'll always remember 2020 is like, whoa, things were weird. But interestingly, the people liked their times they lived in and they loved wearing masks and they loved being told that the vaccine was going to cure all the problems. They loved that. I don't know if everyone loves that. I think everyone's kind of upset with that and it's making them freak out and not know who to trust. And basically be hysterical. We're all hysterical. No matter what side you feel like we land on. We're living in this weird hysteria because we have to carry on. Like everything's just chill. Everything's normal here. I got to go to work like normal and everything. But but wear a mask. You know, one mask that may not even protect completely. Because the last year or two, people have been wearing like the cool mask like me. that haven't done anything. They're saying like they're basically useless. You have to wear an N95. It's like, fuck. So all that time we were doing the wrong thing? Kinda. It's like, <laughs> Fuck. I think that makes people hysterical. They're like, what the fuck? I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Like, you know, and I almost made it. I almost decided to make a law telling people they have to wear a mask, you know, based off of me being afraid and thinking that's the right thing to do. Imagine if we made that a law that's permanent. You always have to wear a mask forever because we were scared for a year. Like, I'm just saying like the long play out of that is like, dang, son. Like, like, then what else are we going to make laws based off? That's all I'm leading to. I'm not talking about what's already going on. We already know what's going on. We see it all the time and shit. But what else could come of that? These ideologies being so, I don't know, man, Few, uh, like combustible, you know, flammable. Yeah, being, being told one thing and then not being true and then. Being told another thing really causes a lot of fucking confusion. Yeah. And that's why the world doesn't know what the fuck it's doing right now. And it makes people angry even if they don't know who they're angry at. Because people will be like, well, you need to be angry at them. And it's like, who the fuck are they? Like, you know? What about when they becomes you? Because it's in your hands. Like, you know? It feels like that lately. Kind of like, oh, you're dangerous to society for not wearing a mask. Or like, if you didn't get the vaccine. Which I got dosed up. I don't know about you, but I had to get the I had to get the thing, bro. Like, they they were going to kick me out of school or some shit. Not going to let me go to classes. I'm like, what the fuck? All right, then. If it's like that. You know? The writing's on the wall anyways. You apparently can't go places without that shit now and stuff. You know? Isn't that wild? Uh, Do you think it's wild or not? I, I don't know if it's... I'm not too concerned. But, like, at the same time, I see where you're going with it. Because it could become more extreme more extreme as time you don't know where it's going to go to be honest right now it's pretty extreme but who knows what's going to happen i i'm just worried like we make a law based off of like oh no you can't think like that you can't uh go you can't think for yourself you have to just eat what's being told to you even though it's going to change and it's going to vary and it may never be the actual truth that you're being fed but you have to accept this narrative otherwise you're dangerous to society like that's what's weird about this whole thing because it's not that it's about how we feel about vaccines or masks or any of these things it's about the bigger scope of what's happening along with that you know how people now make decisions are now warped and different than ever before and if we decide no i'm tired of hearing misinformation and i want to label so and so as a packet of misinformation you know and then the court can 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 get together 
you know, and say, well, this considered perhaps misinformation, you know, and it's like, yeah, but I mean, yeah, if you take some shit out of context, for sure, maybe that sounds like it, but you got to listen to the whole conversation or the whole topic at hand, you know, I don't know. We're just like, like I listened to this podcast recently. I sound stupid on saying that, but I like getting information from certain podcasts. Shout out to stuff they don't want you to know. That podcast is dope. But they were talking about how like China and China, they have like a form of justice system that is like based off of AI. It's increasing and increasing into where like the AI system will decide whether you're guilty or not. And that's fucking weird to think about, right? Like it's weird enough having humans in control of it because it could go either way. But bro, like when you're in that situation, like – no one would know if the, the evidence was tampered because it'd all just be behind this closed weird yeah, like portal of decision making. That, <laughs> that sounds scary. Yeah, and I mean I don't know. Like I just feel like that the future of tech isn't necessarily all for our benefit and, rel- and luxury. And sometimes I worry about the way things could be. But then I also think about how much like I said with what you do with, with the modern technology at hand. Like what I do with a podcast, but with what you do, you, you like entertain people, bro. People like watching you, you know, that's beautiful. I think a lot of people are like, like watching certain things, but they feel like they have to watch it instead of liking it, you know? Yeah. They feel obligated to be paying attention to what's going on so they can be hip and make the right decision and yada yada, even though the information is just being what you're fed right now. It'd be more interesting if we were all just kind of living our lives, but like, Staying up to date with what's going on around the world, but not putting such a, oh, be scared type of connotation on it all, you know, be, be afraid, you know, everything, not just about COVID. That's like another level. Remember to terrorism? What happened to that? I don't think it's gone. I think that this idea is now evolving into if you live here and you're making certain like comments and you're doing certain things in life, you're dangerous to the functioning of society as we have it, you know? And I feel like we're entering a weird time where we can see it, like cancel culture, right? And stuff like it's kind of an evolution of this this um, wanting to completely publicly assassinate someone's reputation, you know? Yeah. And it works, bro, kind of. A lot of the time it does, and it takes, and if even if the person's innocent, it takes a long time to repair that yeah. you know, reputation hit. I've seen it happen quite a few times with YouTubers and stuff that were innocent in the long run but had to rebuild for, like, years. Yeah, like Shane Dawson kind of, huh? And Because he went, like, shadow mode for a while. I don't really keep up with that, but, like, I know that's something that happened. Well, he's guilty. Uh, well, yeah, but, I mean, he also, like, is trying to come back from my understanding. Yeah. People are like, oh, you know, we'll get over it. And isn't that interesting how that happens? Oh, yeah, it does. It. How people are like, oh, we're done with this person. But then later, like, you know, they're not so bad. I forgot what he did. What did he really do? You know? Yeah, they're like, it wasn't so bad, but it was. Like, it just, they just miss an old part of that guy, probably. Yeah, well, the part that they liked and thought they liked all that time. Yeah. yeah. So that, that does happen to people a lot. It's like people have their blind followers, no matter what, sometimes, too. Like, yeah. They'll always be there for them. I kind of feel like I've probably pissed some people off with this podcast in unintentionally. Maybe. You know, but I think I've also inspired a lot of like expression of thought. Like, I think I really have like, you know, having certain people on talk about what they've been through and shit. Like, that's really important, too. You know, I think that 
Um, the idea that we can basically pay for things instantaneously through the internet is cool, but it's also kind of scary because it's like, what what do we, or if our money's not based off anything anyways already, but we're so obsessed with it and it so, gets, and it gets kind of fucked with, it gets fucky. So will crypto, right? Like it'll get I fucky. Gonna, I was going to say that crypto and NFTs. Because you know about you know a lot about that, I'm sure. I don't really know that much. I kind of gloss over it. Crypto, not so much, but NFTs I've learned a lot about recently that are just really, like, I don't know. It just feels like people are trying to make up currency because they're so broke because the system we're in. Is that why NFTs are a thing? What are NFTs kind of like? They're, they're called non-fungible tokens. They're just, like, digital pieces of art, or it could be a digital asset of some sort, and then you can buy whatever price they give it sometimes it's like five hundred thousand dollars sometimes it's like 10 cents yeah and you it's now yours apparently you have like a receipt that goes into something called the blockchain and it's just yours it's just a bragging rights thing it's like why can't people just enjoy things like why do you have to buy this piece of art on the internet for thousands of dollars and be like i own that it's kind of like buying a star because you could do that on the internet for a long time you probably still can you could buy a star yeah, like, probably, know. but yeah, like that, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's like, why can't you just enjoy, like anybody could just screenshot your fucking picture too, but they're going to be like, but I have the receipt. It's like, but I have your same picture. It's Can not special. You, I get what you're saying there, but the blockchain thing, like I don't understand that's, that. That's another whole thing. I don't even know too much about that really. It's just called the blockchain. It's supposed to house all the information of the rightful holders of these nfts oh so it doesn't become stolen but or, that could be fucked with yeah right? easily people have lost their their nfts making deals with people over the blockchain that were fakes and they would just get their shit taken and they would be freaking out over their monkey picture they bought for five hundred thousand dollars got stolen and now they're broke fuck and it happens a lot people get their art stolen uh, youtubers are getting their fucking identities taken as nfts without permission Voice actors are getting their voices taken as NFTs to, so you could own their voice. What the fuck? It's weird, man. And it doesn't make sense to me. I think it's just people are broke as shit trying to find a way to get money. And it's working, though. To a degree, it, but yeah. it's very scummy. Most of it. There's, there's Most of it's scummy. There's like a small portion of NFTs and like maybe some crypto that are actually not harmful and not easily taken advantage of it's kind of like the ultimate mlm too bro it's like you're 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 owning something but it's not it's not even like physical like you know and it's, just a it's an idea yeah kind of these blockchains though i wonder if they're blocks that are building the foundation of something greater that we will understand i'm bigger not sure in the what long those two here. words mean together yet on that yeah. cer certain under that scope i just know. meant metaphorically like, oh you yeah. know <laughs> Yeah, that makes the sense. Too. The virtual blocks of the foundation of the the virtual world, or some shit, you yeah. know. I could see that, but I could also see that a lot of people could be stolen from, like you were saying, because it almost doesn't make sense that, like in in the physical world, if someone went to go steal the Declaration of Independence or something, like they would notice, hey, what the fuck? It's not in there anymore. What's going on here? And they got video cameras and all this shit going on, these lasers and all this shit, right? They got a military that will shoot you down, right, or whatever, in defense of the greatest nation. <laughs> but instead, like in the virtual space, you, you can just have some dude that's like a hacker, right, or something, right, or even a bot. Who fucking knows? Like, right? Like they've just trained bots to do that shit, to go steal shit from people so that they, they can own this shit, right? Yeah. So the point is, is it's like it's like a true thief in the night. 
something you wouldn't even see. You wouldn't even notice until it's like too late. That's scary to yeah. me. You know, yeah. it's like more intense than getting your identity stolen. Like you know, yeah, NFTs are crazy right now. I don't know if I trust them at all. Like I could see if it slows way the fuck down right now because right now it's just taking everything by storm and there's so much happening but like if they slowed it the fuck down like they did with you know crypto it was really slow for like yeah right we've been hearing about it for a while like 2008 it started and it just barely like 2017 18 started getting popular amongst the masses but like nfts barely started like well they had started in like 2016 but they were nothing until barely 2021 like it just and i'll there's like uh, video game companies with their CEOs trying to take advantage of it, trying to make certain video game assets NFTs because it's a super, super good for capitalism. Right. Super good for capitalism and in, in furthering the agenda. I liked what you said earlier off the show about capitalism and it being, what did you call it? A disease. A disease. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does. I feel like it eventually infects people's minds because people all want that american dream you know to be able to have enough money to just live lavishly or even just comfortably or whatever it's but, like it's a type of virus of the mind like it's literally like a, a, a an idea virus that like it changes the dna in the way therefore you function in the way you think maybe because you're stuck in that ideology it works know. so well for people sometimes that it just like it works that well for me. i'm just gonna stick to this but all isms are they a disease Right, like if communism, they, if right? They, if they um, get socialism, uh, what, what's it? Marxism. Uh, Marxism. Uh, but there's a lot of other ones that are not so like opposing necessarily, like to capitalism, right? Like, um, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of isms, anything evangelism, that, right? Like these isms. Anything that gets too extreme, I believe, will become a problem. You know, like late stage capitalism, for example. It's like every there's a lot of diff, like very few people hoarding the wealth. Well, every, the masses are getting the little trickles, you know. Prime example is the Federal Reserve, yeah. like right, because the money we pass around down here is just like IOUs, like they're reserve notes. They're just like a note. They're not like literally backed by gold. It's like a placeholder for what's actually backed by. Like it's fucked up, bro. And it's yeah, like uh, what was I gonna say about that? Like that's like capitalism, or it's, I mean, the United States has always been in debt. Right. And it's like, to who? Is there a person we're in debt to? Is there an idea we're in debt to? Is what's the fucking debt going towards? Are we even really in debt? Right. Like, that's what I've been thinking, too. It's like, why does America like to say we're in debt when we have all this fucking money? With all these, like, Bill Gates, with fucking Joe, Jeff Bezos, like, they are hoarding a shit ton of money and we act like we're fucking broke. You know? (laughs) Yeah. When you break it down like that too, when you really start questioning like where what our money is, like I said about the Federal Reserve and how, like you said, so many people are hoarding it, and how is the is the the national debt even real? Because of course it is, but I mean like if we could all pay it right now, like why are we doing that still? So instead of like being like you know what I'm gonna stop this company, which we don't want, we don't want Amazon to stop, and and oh Jeffy B go hey. I want to actually bail out America real quick with all these billions and trillions of dollars. You know, they'd be like, what? No, you can't do that. You see, because it stops making people run, stops making people hungry, stops making people think um, 
that there's not bigger things at hand that has to oppress them. Yeah, it also like, stops you know, perpetuating the idea, the ideology we're in right now, the capitalism. It stops perpetuating that if he were to just be like, "All right, we're going to pay our debt off," so the, it's going to it's going to threaten capitalism. <laughs> right. So it's going to just break the foundation, basically, if that happens. Yeah. To some point. And honestly, is it the worst thing? Because foundationally, some things are not okay. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think our foundation is pretty rotten for, you know, like, it started out okay. Aren't most great empires, though? You know what I mean? Rome. I remember, I always think about Rome. Like, 500 years of their, or more than that, I think, was like 3,000. I don't remember exactly the years they were in power, but they were very corrupt. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like the same thing kind of with the U.S. a bit. Yes, it's just very unique, right? It was it's it's been quite a grand experiment, but every experiment changes, you know, as time goes on. And now clearly we see that, like maybe that phase of you know America, like this is the maybe this is just a side effect of the inevitability of extreme capitalism for a hundred plus years, because we don't even know a world really before that, you know, that was so geared off of that. Most people's lives were geared about survival, carrying on genetic lines, and somehow like feeling spiritual or something you know for a long time right and then before that humans imagine bro they were just like ooh, uh, 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 uh. Mm-hmm. like you know yeah it's all stupid and shit like you know yeah, beating, their, them, beating their dick off underneath like a fern <laughs> or some shit because they didn't get no pussy from from the girl next door that living in the hut because <laughs> he's got a pimple or some shit like that no bro <laughs> like that's dude. modern as shit like it's like it's crazy what 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 people now worry about compared to different times that humanity's been through and how we're so focused like you know you know just as well as I do is that the overwhelming vibe lately is oh shit things are not okay you know and like I see that but also like it's weird to see the whole world feeling like that I used to think that was just my mental health like fucking with me but now I feel like either everyone else got mental health problems like I said we're in hysteria so maybe but also that like maybe that's because that's what we're being told and over time we're being told to not like the physical world for some reason it's too dangerous it's too scary media do be infecting a lot of our like you know don't go outside you know you could get sick out there you can get someone else sick and be a murderer you know you can get in a car crash be a murderer you know and maybe eventually the goal is to be like come to the metaverse where you don't have to worry about those things you know, we get fed through a tube after making a bunch of, you know, uh, Zucker coin or whatever the fuck, you know, that you can pay for food to get delivered from like Amazon or whatever. That's like a little IV drip. So you could just keep playing in the metaverse, really keep so fucking weird. making money in the metaverse. Like, you know, why would you go out there like, you know, where it's real and you get ran over <laughs> and you, you know what I mean? I feel like we're at that point because I feel like so many people are like, <sighs> Oh my gosh, you know, it's so scary out there. You, Even my parents, brother, like, I don't know, I'm not going there. You know, my dad's like, no, I'm not trying to go to a big, big concert, man. Fuck no, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I feel you. I don't like to either, but I mean, at the same time, look at all those people. Like, you know, not giving a fuck about what's going on in the world, you know? I've been to concerts lately, bro, but I hang back. But I've seen people not giving a fuck, <laughs> you know? Super spreading. You know, yeah. So it's interesting that we all feel the need to like let those things weigh heavy on our shoulders so much individually. You know, 
when so many people that claim to be on that wave because it's hip and cool later go to the bar and be like, but it's okay when I'm here, you know? It's okay when I'm out here fucking raging, like, or whatever, you know? And I think it it should be okay. But I, it's just interesting how ideologies slowly clash over time, you know? Yeah, I try not to let it bother me either. Or, like, I'm fine being a homebody most of the time. Like, I'm usually just at home. But I don't, I haven't gone anywhere too specific in a while since, like, Thanksgiving. But, yeah, like, if somebody decides to go to a concert that I know, I'm not going to be mad at them or whatever. Yeah, right? Like, because it's like, yo, high risk, high reward, I guess, I hope, right? <laughs> you know? But like, you know how many people, being safe. But you know how many people I know that got COVID real recently? Like, did you ever catch it? I didn't. I got it. I might have gotten it. I was only sick for 28 hours, but I lost my taste and my smell for like four of those 28 hours. And I got over it after I woke up. That's wild. I was quick to get over it because I was vaxxed, I think. It was it came to me in like October, I think, of 2021. Oh, yeah. And it was quick because my family all got it, but I was fine the whole time they were sick. And then two weeks later, I got sick. Oh, shit. And then I was only sick for 28 hours. That's so weird how it works, right? Because we don't know. And then we expect people to know, to tell us what to do. But really, why wouldn't they just say it's really hard to tell still? Like this shit's wild. But instead, they're like, what you got to do is take notes here, is do this. And don't do this, but you have to do this. But it's like, fuck, we don't even know. Like, I know when I tested positive for it in 2020 of December, Allison lived in the house. She tested like three times. She never tested positive. She's been around kids this whole time. She worked at the bank. And then she was, she's was she been around kids as a school teacher. And then I'm at the hardware store, at the college. I've been around the public every day, bro. Six, seven days a week, I'm around people, you know. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, a lot know? of my friends that I know from uh, the game game community, I mean, they I think like like seven or eight people got sick around the same time, and they're all from different parts of the the United States, and also I think people from Canada and uh, Europe. Yeah, and then so like when we get cases reported, for example, like there's a lot of us that don't report that case. So then, would numbers be even higher? Yeah, probably. Yeah? Or is it kind of like a, a statistic that's based off of? You know, I still don't know. Like, we don't if know. You don't know if they're rounding up just to assume that there's going to be people who aren't going to report it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or just based off of contacts or something like that. I don't know, man. I don't know how they figure out some of this information. Same thing with, like, I don't understand about, like, getting a booster, right, or something that's not for the Omicron variant, which is the dominant variant, apparently, is what we're being told. But when you take a test, it just says if you got, like covid like you know not a coronavirus sars cov2 right or could we have tests in the future that are more specific i don't know i feel like we're kind of shooting in the dark it's kind of weird to like get a shot for something that may or may not protect you against that very upcoming variant right yeah, but it's, it's worth fair. a shot i'm just saying it's 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 interesting because we don't know why don't we why do we act like we know for sure so certain this is going to be fine it's going to work you know People are, I guess, optimistic and want it to work so bad that they're just... I do too. I wish it did. Like, I want these things to work. I want us to go to whatever you would call normal, like, you know, or whatever, some kind of normalcy. Yeah. I do want that. I don't want us to be in a state of emergency for two, three years. It's wild, bro. Yeah, that's crazy to me. I thought this was going to be over long ago, but... And here we are. January 2022. It's going to be three... No, two two years. years That's all it's been, but it seems so long. (laughs) That was like three... Seems like a decade. Nah, I don't know. Not not quite, but it feels a little longer than two, to be honest. But yeah, it's 
it's kind of difficult, but all you can do is just live your life the way you have been, I guess, and try to be as safe as you can. For sure. You got that wax pen on you? Yeah. Let's hit that wax pen, bro. Give me yeah. Excuse us, listener, because we're going to have to take a little break. This episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast is sponsored by Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance in Reedley and Orange Cove, California, of course. If you're in the local area and you're looking for insurance, that's the guy to go to. I don't know what the fuck you're doing just sitting around going, oh, I don't know, maybe uh, farmers because I see the commercial. Nah, this man right here will provide you with great rates. He takes payments super easily and he offers obviously this great insurance that we all need while we're out there driving or boating or renting or you're worried about. What else you worried about? You need insurance for something else? We got a lot of worries in the world if you didn't notice. But let Alfredo quell your worries over there at Academy West Insurance. The one-stop shop for all your insuring needs. Call Alfredo up right now at 559-638-3800. And be sure to tell him that you heard about him on the Symbiosis Now podcast so he can set you up with your insuring needs ASAP. That's Academy West Insurance. My boy Alfredo Vargas over there looking sharp in the suit. Hit him up. What are you still doing? Listening to a fucking podcast or something? I was talking about those psychedelic experiences I've been doing that aren't like psychedelic it's in a way it's the video game experiences I've been doing yeah and I've been doing that a lot lately just finding just anything like dream journey like you know I've found a game called Hypnagogia Boundless Dreams where you go on a journey as a as a like a dream entity called Goji okay. and you're a bunny going Ooh. through dreams and uh you're in a dream world you have to save it from collapsing into nightmares and Whoa. stuff it's really cool and it's all super trippy colorful and and you go through all these different dreams and they slowly get more nightmares it's like what it would look like inside of one of those dream catchers like those old school native american dream catchers it, yeah there's some pretty cool like yeah what it would look like inside the fibers like as it's catching dreams it'd be like here's your dreams and then the bunny's here to like make sure that as it's hopping from dream to dream that you don't have nightmares yeah the bunny's the basically your your guardian angel Whoa, you know, it's the Easter Bunny. It's the Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy shit, that's why. <laughs> that's what the kids will think in five years. They'll be like, that's why. They're like, no, bro, hundreds of thousands of years have gone by, bro, like in, in humanity's time here. Like, it's not just video games and like, you know. But yeah, there's a lot of cool video game experiences like that, like that Dream Journey. That's my favorite game I played so far that wasn't a big game from a company. It was a single person who made it. And it looked really cool. It was like old school looking, like, but it was made in October 2021. And so when you're doing a game, like playing a game like that, like the goal is kind of not so specific? It's just a journey. Basically relax and just not think about crazy like stuff happening in the world. You know, like I play those games to help me too. Yeah. Bring me to my happy place, I guess you could say. Oh, yeah. And then also others who watch like really enjoy the visuals and like vibing. You know, so yeah. like I'll find tons of games. Like I found another one called uh, Broken Reality, where you're inside of a computer. 
Oh shit! And it's all vaporwave. I don't know what you know uh, if you know what vaporwave is. I don't know. No. It's like a certain aesthetic that's '90s slash '80s, okay. but TV like scan lines and like turquoise and pink colors and and like just that kind of memorabilia. Wow, like, that's wild. Like the weird shapes and stripes vibes and like all that kind of stuff. And it's just you going through a computer server, going through different servers that are different vibes basically too like you have like a really cool purple city called geo city and you got like an underwater atlantis kind of vibe with the temple and like wires of the internet connecting to the temple like it's like a like inside of the computer itself like the main core and it's like really interesting to see what people think of when different you know dream worlds versus like internet worlds and and it's the same trippy vibe super cool so i've been playing a lot of that that's tight. And people watch you play that shit too? That's what's up. Yeah. Is it a specific type of crowd that likes to watch different games that you play? Or do they always just kind of tune in to see what you're playing? It's a mixture. There's people only coming to see different games. And there's people coming all the time. Yeah. So, like, I have my people, my moderators that help me in chat. Like, if there's somebody saying some shit that they can't say to kick them out, you know, or whatever. Or if somebody comes in to bring their stream into my stream and it's called raiding. They'll have someone raid you, and then an alert goes off, and then they bring their chat to you, and they can talk to you. Oh, shit, and then that's I'll, tight. I'll have my moderator shout them out, and it'll show their channel, and then a little clip of their stream will play on my stream. That's lit. There's a bunch of little fun things like that. Hey, I wonder if like if I should do some shit on Twitch or something for the podcast. Like, like that's how I shoot my video or something. You could, but it work to, like that. You'd have to be very careful about what you say on Twitch. Oh. It's a little more... Like you can talk about political stuff and whatnot, but you're gonna light a fire under someone. But you can't ass. cuss either and shit. Oh, you can cuss. Is this you can't say certain things? I get you, kind of though. It's like a community <laughs> space. Like you can't just be like loud mouthing off about how you feel, Tyler. No one gives a fuck, Tyler. We're here to play <laughs> games, watch people do cool shit. Yeah, so I get you. If you can do like it's not just a gaming space in general. You can do artwork. You can do music. Like I do my guitarist stuff on the oh, stream too. Oh yeah. And um, you could also do podcasts, which I just talk shows and podcast section of this Twitch. And then there's also just chatting, where you just chat with people. So it's not just specific for gaming. You could, if you wanted to, put like go live on Twitch while you're doing this, and then it might make it work. At, uh, find an audience somewhere like that. Maybe. I can figure it out. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with the video portion because I'm trying to get there. You don't even have to have a video. You could just have pure audio with yeah. just like a graphic. And That's kind of what I do now. But I mean, I would like to have like maybe video at some point. Like even if it's just up on YouTube or something. Do you have an OBS? I think people like to watch people talk about these things. And they can see like the room and what we look like and our hand gestures and all have, that kind of do stuff. Do you have a program called OBS? No. I'm stupid, bro. <laughs> you know, I don't even know what that means. It's, uh, One bad Open sucker. Open no. broadcasting software. Okay. It's free. You can download it right now if you wanted to, and you could set up a go live to a Twitch thing right there. You just make sure you put, like, your you know your logo, you know, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could just make sure your audio is linked to it, and then that's just basic, you know, and then you could just press go live, but you have to make a Twitch account, too, and link it. But once you hit go live, it just goes. It's easy. That's tight. Like, if you ever wanted to, I could show you. Yeah, you have to show me. Yeah. So, off the podcast. That's what's up. 
Yeah, it'd be cool for you to just broadcast to live viewers, too, you know? Instead of just, you know, putting the episode out and then people watch it on their own time, you could have people watching live at the same time and then also upload it later. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be even cooler, honestly. So, you know, there's options in man. Yeah. See, I need you around because I need to think about the bigger space. <laughs> I think so small about, um, I don't know, modern technology and stuff. I feel like I just think so small-minded about like how big it really is and how many different platforms and 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 spaces and whatever that people view shit and look into shit and talk and whatever you know i just feel stupid and deduced to like twitter instagram and fucking tiktok you know what i mean yeah but i forget there's a much bigger world out there yeah, there's a couple things you could do. Like, Twitch is definitely really good. YouTube, you could even stream to the, like, both at the same time, I think. So, you do that. It's not, and then uh, I don't know about TikTok very much. TikTok, I'm not familiar with. Really. TikTok is like, fuck, man, how much time has gone by? You know what I mean? <laughs> I've got a couple videos. I'm serious, bro. It's like, what the fuck? Sometimes you're like, what the fuck? I was looking at this forever. So, I'm guilty of it. But I don't do it that much. But when I do it, it's like, dang, I'm deep in there for like 30 minutes. Just bah, no, death no. scrolling, bro. But then I see that other people do it a lot. And I know that over time, that's a lot of time. And it's cool. You're getting high off this cool shit. But I also feel like if you don't have it, like you, all of a sudden life is boring. It kind of sucks. So it brings me back to the thing where like is it inadvertently almost making us addicted to having to look at a screen and be in a screen to where maybe eventually we're led into – virtually living in a space more so of, of our of our time like we kind of already do that but it's like less efficient you could argue right like it's not as realistic you know i'm posting 140 characters but instead i could be there you know and be like hey you know this is what i think about so and so whatever <laughs> yeah like uh it reminds me of that game i was talking about broke reality going into the actual space and be like you know in the digital area and like once you like you said with the screens like having to a like later on where we just need screens so we're just going to insert ourselves into whatever the fuck you know yeah like i have a problem with screens myself i always like randomly check my phone when i know i just checked it yeah all the time like i'll do this at the time i'll put it down and then i'll do it again and i'll just be like catch myself like what the fuck yeah you technology know? is a very broad term but like modern like techie electronic y smartphones intense computers hubble telescope type tech and shit is super dope super luxurious but i think it has its side effects you know like we know this like it's incredibly addictive you know especially for first users like they get hooked on it quick because they're like fuck i can do all this stuff you know yeah like when i stream myself i have my phone i have my first monitor my second monitor and my tv all at the same time yeah that's a lot going on so i'm like watching all these things at the same time and you feel like you're in a spaceship or like a fucking fighter ship? Like, like oh shit, I gotta pay attention. Like, to I'll have chat on my phone and I'll have an extra chat with my stream showing so I make sure it's not lagging. And then I'll have my OBS open over here that does all the stream stuff like switching scenes and whatnot and like little oh. sound alerts. And then I'll have my gameplay on the TV. So like I have all these different things to check on. And and now that's, I gotten kind of spoiled with screens now because now I'm like, I'll put on something on YouTube and immediately I'll stop paying attention. I'll look at something on Twitter on here, and then I'll look at my phone. Like, I'm just not even paying attention. I'm just... Yeah, screen to screen to screen. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, it's happening to me. <laughs> it's kind of beautiful, like, the way that, like, the modern tech stuff, though, has become this symbiotic relationship with humanity. But now it's almost like we are beginning to, maybe, dare I say, 
hybridize with machines and also we have created this like other almost organism of its own kind of that's it needs us but technically at a certain point if ai gets to this level shit it won't need us anymore i'll just be like no we have ways to get truck driver to bring radioactive (laughs) material to here you know it reminds me of video game halo the the ai in there in the year 20,552 or 2,552 the ai there get rampant and just take over the universe basically for a bit and that's how it gets 500 years from now basically in that universe whoa so yeah that's it kind of explores that a little bit in that game about rampancy and ais do you like little little shift of of conversation here do you like uh talking about like ufos and shit like do you think about that stuff I think do you about, think about aliens like maybe like because people I've, call it like uh uh life out there but that's a broad spectrum of conversation of course there's life out there there's got to be if there's water on the moon there's probably like bacteria shit in that water and like weird shit yeah, like there's life the other places but like, like intelligent <laughs> alien like they could come here and be like yo what's up you guys uh can you fight us or like would it be like that i don't know like i've thought about eldritch horrors you know what those are the like Cthulhu kind of vibe. Tell me more. Like you know, Cthulhu is like a space deity demon that you know came from the stars. Okay. I think about that kind of shit. Like, what if there's like a an unfathomable force out there? Like, that's we can't even fucking you know picture in our brain. Yeah. You know, and it's like I don't know. I think of that kind of shit a lot. Scary kind of stuff <laughs> yeah deep like oh shit we're being puppeteered like what if there's this all-seeing entity out there that just knows everything or multiple of them yeah almost anything. because all these different gods and deities and all this stuff that have been either worshipped or thought about or talked about or described in humanity's history like it's pretty intense where did they come up with these ideas you know sometimes you got to wonder like if they were just tripping balls on mushrooms out in the fucking rainforest or were they actually like connecting with shit and realizing shit while they were studying shit and they were high so they were like on extra alert and thinking great thoughts right <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like i you ima- like i imagine that bridge right with the shrooms and and like the entities and celestial beings you know that could be a way to connect you know because we can't make our brains do it on you know normally oh yeah because the aliens they dropped off the spores and they were like I like multiple different spores shoot them at that planet right there and see what happens like I like that idea a lot being able to connect (laughs) and it's the only way once you eat them and stuff to connect again (laughs) like you know all of a sudden they're there and they're like hello Tyler how have you been like you're at a therapy session just laying on the bed and it's just this alien like type figure that's like faceless and dickless and all this shit (laughs) and it's just like how have you been how's life been treating you all chill and it's like are you God and they're like (laughs) You could call me that, but no. <laughs> you know, Rick and Morty what does this shit. even mean? <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. Like, but I do like the idea of thinking that we are alone, kind of, because it makes <clears throat> this life so like extra sacred feeling, right? And if the scope gets bigger, it almost makes it seem like, oh yeah, fucking Earth. Earth's not even cool. <laughs> you know, I'd rather be out there in Mount Zygmon on fucking planet urethra or some shit. I don't fucking know. Like they'd be like, that's the spot. Like they have gooder air there and better water, no trash. You know, fucking Earth is shitty. It like you know, Zygmunt. it smells. You know, that's funny as shit, dude. <laughs> that name. 
<laughs> all of a sudden, like, right, the scope of our existence and who, where we are and the way we think about life now, even though we've been conditioned a lot of that to think the way we think about existence and humanity and where we are and all this stuff. But, like, when there's confirmation that, like, yo, there's other things that are maybe more smarter than we are because they came from another spot and was like, what's up? What are you guys doing over here? You know, that's something really intense to reckon with. And it's been a conversation with humans for a long time. Like, right? Because even, like, there's, like, certain descriptions in the ancient times of, like, things like that. Like, the sky people came and, like, weird shit, right? But... What that would do to us, it would change everything. And humanity would literally like turn into something else. Like societal society itself and the way humans understand and interact would change completely. We'd all like cult up and be like, I talk to the aliens, so follow me. <laughs> I have been, been spoken to. Come to the temple where he is waiting, but only I can go speak to him in the back. You cannot see him nor touch him. You can't hear his words directly from his mouth. Only I speak the tongue of the alien, right? It's kind of like what happened with religions in a way. Like, only I know. You can't talk. You know what I mean? And then it could just be like once someone finally goes, I got to go see this motherfucker. And they break in and there's nothing in there. <laughs> Fucking just nothing. You know? The guy was lying. How would we know? You know? Like, the government is a good example of that. Like, military and stuff. Like, if aliens came down and they were trying to take over, the military would take them out, right? Like, oh, yeah, our guys would get them. Like, maybe not. Like, you know? But we think about it like that because every sci-fi film we've ever seen, the military steps in and takes care. They're first on the scene. They already know what's going on. But it's like, I don't know. There's things we, we don't know. Things could just come out of nowhere. And to get know? some samples, you know, while they're battling them, like, oh, there's a little stray alien. Go take that real quick. Don't hush, hush. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go study that. But I really like at the end of the con- at the end of the day, the conversation always brings me about UFOs or aliens or anything. Is like, I want to believe but I, but I don't believe. Like I want to believe really bad that like UFOs come right and like have dropped off things or like checked us out and they're actually friends and all this stuff. But I don't know that for sure to be true. And I don't know. I've seen things in my life that are un like unexplainable. You could say that doesn't mean I need to walk around and be like, you don't know, man. They talk to me. Like, you know, that's kind of weird, right? Like, and if that happened, fuck, that sucks for that person. Because <laughs> there's a lot of kooks that's, that they say that and then they're just tripping, like that bad mental health or some shit. But then there's some people that you don't know. Like, you know, this guy's intelligent. Hmm. Why would he say that he got abducted by aliens? Like, you know what I mean? Why would he go there? His reputation's on the line, you know? Or was it a cool thing? Because he's like, fuck, was getting paid more than saying this than, than saying my life was just, you know, working as like a an accountant for some guy you know what i mean i started saying fuck it i got abducted people believed me you know i'm making money now people get my autograph girls call me you know fuck the accountant job you know who knows right people could be acting at the end of the day it's entertainment too at the end of the day we all look for but i want to believe that that shit's real just like i want to believe like bigfoot's real just like i want to believe like certain things are real but without seeing it and having proof and like having like a for sure photo like, yo, that's fucking what these ships look like and how they fly. Like, what the fuck? We have no direct like answers or proof necessarily. So it makes it kind of a long shot. But then my my scope of understanding shifts to go, what if you have to be in the right frequency to perceive these other quote unquote beings? Because they don't live in the three-dimensional physical realm maybe, right? Like we we meet on a different plane 
like some people that have like done a lot of psychedelics have said they've seen like the UFO, like the aliens contact them and shit, you know, and fuck with them kind of and tell them things and da, da da da, you know, and try to make them better or something. Some like four dimensional kind of shit. So like, what if it's because they're tapped into another level, or is it because they have some kind of mental health that wants to believe so that the the the, the mushrooms or whatever it is take those folks to that place where they think they're seeing things, but they're just hallucinating, like maybe. But also could be like, whoa, they're picking up on some real shit. Like they hit the antenna from out there with that one. <laughs> Heroes dose, they went hard. I would, <laughs> I would. It's hard to say, man. Like, I would love for all that shit to be a connection for real. Like, you know, with the shrooms and the stuff. Like I said, like it would be cool as fuck. Although, you know, it's probably highly unlikely. Could be just them tripping balls, looking, you know, hallucinating. But it would be really neat to see some concrete evidence of it just being like a connection and like aliens theoretically could be like what we call aliens could be like humans ahead of humans like how we're homo sapiens but then there's like other monkeys like chimps and bamboos and shit and like they're making stone tools and shit right now so theoretically in another 200,000 years or some shit they're gonna be making rockets to cruise out of the earth's atmosphere or whatever maybe like right like we did but what if there's another preceding type of humanity quote unquote or is primate or something that actually is like way ahead of us and they've learned how to kind of keep some things under wrap you know that's, it's fucking weird to think about but like what if right because hey, a lot of the video games i play I keep bringing back the video games because a lot of the stuff i play has to do with stuff like that like there was the game halo i was speaking about earlier there was ancient humans before we were here that were way more technologically advanced but got wiped out completely by another alien race way out in the cosmos and they got reverted back to primates or you know primal and uh we had to rebuild back for millions of years to go back to a technological state we are kind of we're in right now but like we didn't know about our ancestors at all because we got you know obliterated by another race somewhere which could have been determined like described maybe my high ass right here saying that it could have been described as the flood you know oh. everything was washed away but maybe it was like a metaphor because it's like how do we describe this journey from one planet to another Hold being on. banished to another planet you, because we fucked up on do the you other know about halo I, not really i played it when i was a kid though but i you didn't said really the flood because there's <laughs> there's a literally a alien well like a parasite called the flood whoa that absorbs all life force and matter like you know matter of like anything that's physical that isn't technology it Whoa. just absorbs it and becomes part of a big hive mind of zombie like shit what if that's what the how the aliens do communicate with us is there a parasite it's not that it's it's mutual symbiosis here like this is like maybe it's like well maybe it's more commensal like they take all this information through the search engines and through all these things right and they're gaining this understanding of how we live life by that. But really, we can never, like, talk in English directly at them. Like, you know, like it's this, like, bigger entity that, like, absorbs and can feel and see and understand like AI kind of does, like, and, and, and turn it all into this, its, its own understanding, this artificial intelligence, you know, to maybe now be the middleman. I don't know, man. I don't like to think all that stuff sometimes, but I'm like, hmm, you know, sometimes, right? It's fun to think about. Yeah, I like it. 
But I wish that, like, um, we kind of knew sometimes, though, because I think the pondering leaves everyone kind of, like, hysterical, too. Like, they're like, I don't know, though. We don't know if we're the only ones. The government just said that there was UFOs. Like, what the fuck? Like, what do we even do? And that's just normal? Like, <laughs> that's a game changer, dude, in the long run. The fear of the unknown is a big thing for people. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm scared of shit of it. Yeah. Just All not knowing us. is, like, fuck. But maybe it's because they want to understand us so that they can help us, these aliens, right? What if that was the case? But we're like, no, we've always been told that they want nothing to do with us. We're just some weird dudes on another planet, you know? I'm trying to hear your <laughs> Lila just snoring. I know. Lila's <laughs> always in the background snoring. She's the best. Uh, yeah, the aliens are fucking... I love talking about aliens, dude, and just possibilities of all these other things. You think they could live in the like virtual space and no one would notice, right? Like, or they could live in a video game and you just think that's like a, a what do they call it? Like a like a computer playing that role. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that could be interesting, like technological aliens. That was yeah. There's there's concepts of that set in you know sci-fi already, like aliens that are attracted to technology and like absorb it. Like, uh, what is this thing called Lek Golo that I've heard of? That are just a collection of worms that just super fixate on electrical signals and, like, technology and eat the fuck out of it. Whoa. So that's one thing that brought, you know, that brought, came to my mind. That's <clears throat> wild, bro. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I like I like studying worms and, and composting worms. Should I have, like, some compost shit that I do? Or like I like put the worms in there and like feed them new stuff and they tr- migrate into it and eat it and fuck it up and then I use their poop and shit fertilizer and shit you know to use for the plants and what they do is absolutely amazing but what they're doing is taking perfectly good like material kind of stuff and breaking it down further than it would quicker than it would with fungus and bacteria just happening in the soil this organism like slowly choosing poops the shit out into this fine beautiful stuff you know but it's a beautiful thing because it's like helping these other things, you know, um, ecologically. But this parasite of like ideas and stuff could really, like a like a, a composter of ideas would be cool. But a parasite now, you know, is a little different. Maybe we should talk about something more like close to home, like mental health or something, you know, and yeah. like how maybe specifically during like the pandemic because it's been different kind of like you and me both were kind of like we like to kind of you know if we had to work or whatever but we like to kind of go home and be by ourselves a little more and have that downtime that alone time you know but how did you deal with like being like told that like you know right now you just have to not have contact with people did you really abide by it either like at first I was very upset (laughs) I was just like completely completely against the whole covid like uh like i thought it was fake for at first <laughs> like for the first couple months i was like this shit's probably really fake they're trying to just scare us what made you think that because it was so out of nowhere and like they made it seem so crazy <laughs> they're off the bat yeah i was like this is, it can't be real and then eventually it just kept happening i saw a lot of people around me getting that you know sickness and getting the you know the no smell no taste all that yeah getting like really bad 
lung problems, have not being able to breathe correctly for a couple months after being sick, other shit like that. And I was like, dang, something must be up at least. Like, that's what I was, like, I came to believe later. Like, something has to be up. Like, after I was like, I knew something was up, basically. You know, and I was like, all right, well, now I'm going to try to, you know, adjust myself a little bit. Like, even though I wasn't going and doing shit a lot, I was still kind of bummed out that I couldn't do certain things anymore. I couldn't hang out with friends at the bar. Yeah. That for a point, and when it was locking down bars. For sure, bro. And, um, like, I was, like, I was going for the, to the bars more often when I was before the pandemic. Yeah. And, uh, and then I just had to stop. But it was a little bit of a money saver, I won't lie. It's a fixed book. I think most people probably feel that, yeah. Fucking expensive to be going to the bar, like, once a weekend. But, yeah. Yeah, I was, like, kind of bummed out in the beginning. And, but eventually I adjusted because I adjust easily to just being alone. Or not alone, but, like, at home. You know, not being out and about doing stuff socially. Yeah. That's how I've always been, but. But for how long, right? You yeah, know what I mean? Eventually it gets like, fuck, dude, I wish I could be like, hang out with a bunch of friends and just party or whatever. Yeah. So like when you, do you feel like when you were going through that at the beginning, it was like, hey, I could float this for a couple weeks or whatever for sure. Just doing stuff, maybe more homebody. Because we thought like, oh yeah, like we'll just power through this and it'll it'll go away. Right? I think that's what most people would like to have thought. It'll yeah. just go away. Yeah, I figured right. it'd be gone in like two or three months, you know, and then I'd be like, all right, we're going to go back to normal after, but a lot of other countries got out of it quicker, I think. Like, Is it our naivety as a society and as taxpayers and stuff to think that like, well, there's people for that. They'll take care of that. Like, you know, the disease control specialist stuff, they'll, they'll quell that, you know, but when something like this happens, you know, and, it, and, and that's not the case, like... Do we, do we feel let down? Maybe that's also what made us feel like this. What's going on? Why are you lying to us? We don't understand what's going on, you know? Yeah, eventually I became... Well, even now I'm a little bit angry with what's happening because it's like... There's people, certain people, like in the government or like, you know, like uh, business people that are taking advantage of this hysteria with capitalism, you know, people buying all this shit from Amazon making Jeff Bezos richer. You know, and like people buying masks in bulk, so those people who create the mask get richer, or whatever. You know, the big pharma with their other shit they have, like the just like the medicines and shit. It's just helping their money by keeping this pandemic rolling over. You know. Yeah, certain people have been benefiting big time off of basically humanity's misfortune, like worldwide too. Kind of, it's it's interesting. Yeah, that's why I'm angry right now. It's like. Capitalism is not doing us any favors in this pandemic because they want the money to keep flowing so badly that they're willing to risk the general populace. To and, get- and it's almost like because we know this about uh, the way that the United States was founded and kind of structured is to monetize chaos. And that's what we're clearly doing. Like by, like what you just said, it seems like that. I think that's what gives me an often a bad taste in my mouth when I talk about corporate things. Also because I've worked for a few corporate spots and it's kind of just like, ah. It's too overbearing, you know, too bureaucratic to do this, don't do that, you know. Oh, you everything has to be exactly timed right and everything, you know. What you relate again twice in a year, like or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, so that's what made me not like it, but like that's just the personal part of it. I get that it makes money, right? But these are the things that like what we're talking about that make me kind of, ugh, like this doesn't seem right even though like 
Everyone wants to order shit off Amazon. That's why it's big. Clearly, people are doing it. No one's, like, boycotting that and saying no more or, like, you know. So we're feeding our own problem. And, of course, someone's going to capitalize off that. Like, it's, like, almost capitalizing off of the chaos of human nature needing and desiring something else immediately, which is kind of chaotic. Because if we didn't have it where we could just click it online, how f- how frantic and wild would we act on Black Friday at Walmart? Like, people used to die a lot more, bro. Now that they have the cyber deals and shit, it's like, yeah, it's busy, but it's like people could buy that shit online and just get it shipped to their house and shit. And most people don't even want to go out and it's buy It's a big Friday, convenience right? thing. And the instant gratification is also a big part of it. You know, that triggers something in your brain. You're like, oh, yeah, I could just do that. Feels it's like, like hunting. Like, you get high off like this. Yeah, I got that package coming to me in two days. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, I mean, it makes Jeffy sense. B. It makes sense why Amazon is doing so well and whatnot. Like, you can't be too angry because a lot of the people, like, I still buy shit from Amazon all the time. You know, it's, like, way too convenient. It's too big to reverse now. You know, this is a little unfortunate part of it. You know, it's just that you wish the people who are in control of these, like, you know, these, like, products that they're doing, or, you know, the, the whole website or the entity itself, you know, were to be able to be a little more philanthropic. Yeah. You know, instead of just hoarding everything. I've never been a fan of the term, if you can't beat it, join it, you know? But I feel like that's kind of the odds that are handed to most people as in the working world even or whatever is like, man, I can't, like most places I worked for whatever went out of business because they can't compete, you know, or whatever, right, the scenario is. And then you have to join it. You know, I feel like though, do we like, you know, I, I maybe we just recreate our own little things. Maybe that's what the cool factor of the, the virtual crypto, all this, these spaces, maybe that's the benefit of it is that we can create new ideas and a place for those to like play themselves out to see if those are applicable to our lives. But that would have to happen over a long period of time with everyone kind of using these uh, algorithms and softwares and stuff with complete like moral uh, ethical responsibility, you know, these things are not being used that way. Yeah, you know, it's clearly we can't even keep up. Yeah, like, I, like I think about it all the time. Like, if NFTs were used more responsibly, like you said, I would have no much of a problem with it, like as I do now, because I've seen a lot of hardworking artists and other people get their shit just taken as and they profiteer off of it, you know. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, people are gonna abuse the shit out of it if it's going. As fast as it is right now, like we need a slow process to make sure everything's well, you know, situated and all that. Like we have a structure to this whole, you know, new type of currency or whatever. And our lawmakers are not prepared for that kind of stuff, for sure. And I don't even know if I want that involved. I'm just saying, like, they're way too old. That's what you're going to say. Yeah, they're like in their 60s, 70s, 80s sometimes, like just going, What's a Facebook group? (laughs) You know, it's like, Oh my goodness. Sir, step down. Let your grandson step in, maybe, you know. Yeah. See what we could do. We'll have a vote, but we'll see what we could do, you know. Yeah. Like, and then the guy stepped up to the podium, his grandson, um, the old crazy senator that doesn't even understand any of this tech and trying to make laws based off of it. Their grandson steps up and goes, excuse my grandma, or my grandpa, he doesn't understand, clearly. But I do. I'm a good candidate. You know what I mean? People will be like, hey, maybe this guy. Yeah. A lot of people, even the older folks, like 50-year-old people and stuff, probably like, yeah, that old guy's kind of tired. Tired tired of this old shit. That's another problem where I don't think, you know, where they, they, the people that are judges and stuff, they keep that role for life. 
Uh-huh. It's like maybe they're a little too old to keep it for life. You know, maybe keep a cap on it because some people are just going to become ignorant or just stuck in their ways where it's like no matter what you fucking tell them, they're going to keep it the way they've thought. Yeah, and something disgusting about our justice system is that it is so widely politicized when I thought that was the point. It wasn't supposed to be so much, you know. It's fucked up. The whole system is fucked up. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it is. I really do think a lot of things are, but then some things are really amazing. Like the fact that I could just turn on the tap right now and have water like that that's not poisoned here yet. I mean, to our knowledge, right? So these little things, right? Like I could turn on the light switch and my light goes on. It's because I paid the bill. Like I have to be in on these things, but that's pretty That's pretty luxurious. That's pretty real. That's pretty um, amazing. But also, I could sell fucking NFTs of that online, right? Like, you know, this is where the world's going. It's kind of like I can make a synthetic copy of thereof, you know, and monetize off of this. Same thing with ideas. Same thing with politics almost. It's like we're going to base our politics off of some fantasy like QAnon. And we're going to elect these people in there because we believe in QAnon. And they stand for guns and these simple-minded thoughts that on the surface sound cool, but like that that's it. But we're going to vote these people in because they're popular. Like the future of that's not looking good either, you know. Yeah. It's just a shame that like there's not too many like decently young like 30s candidates that are really swinging that people would be like, you know what? Give this guy a shot or something. Instead it's like, oh, well, son, get in line. You know, we're all forever warists up here getting 70 and 80. (laughs) We got to stand on the podium for four years, you know. Yeah, they need terms and shit for sure. That's what I think about all the time. Like, they need terms. They can't just be fucking sitting up there getting fucking, you know, wrinkly and old and just wasting space and ideas that could be used from someone a lot more in touch. Especially because Congress can just declare their own salary, bro. Like, that's an amendment to the Constitution. So it's kind of interesting because they could just say, yeah, you know, we need more money because times are much more difficult. And it's like, yeah, but dude, we need more money. Can't yeah. you see? I thought you told us that the economy is so, fucked. Like, so you know, so you want us to cough up more so you do the right things. We haven't seen you do the right things. If we that. did, we'd be like, oh, right, we'll be patient. He's working on it. He you uses know? the money for his yacht so he can pay the people who clean it. <laughs> I think, too, sometimes people always get caught up in the money of all these games, right? Like thinking, follow the money, and that's the truth. But it's also the blackmail, right? Like we saw with Epstein and all these things. There's a lot of people that are compromised, you could say, that are like they have to cling to what they have to say because if they step out of that box, whoa, whoa, whoa there, Mr. Gates or whoever, see these photographs that we still have? You don't want those to come out, do you? You know what I mean? It's that simple. It doesn't even literally have to be like that. It's like the person, whoever is being compromised, knows deep in their mind that they can never admit that because not only will they be hurt or harmed or done with reputation assassinated or whatever but my family and and them beyond me perhaps too right because they might have known you know what i mean a legacy of shame could be falling apart yeah yeah it's wild trickle down to everybody you associated with you know nobody likes that you know what i mean like being like blackmailed or coerced into like you have to say this you know but I think that happens a lot more than we realize. Like we follow the money and we say, oh, it's because they're, they're making money off it. And it's true. But I think it's also because sometimes people are kind of like they're told like, hey, man, you can't step out of this box. You can go hard inside this other box, but you cannot step out of that box. Once you do that, we're going to have a talk. And then that person has to like stay in those confines. It's kind of like like we said earlier, cancel, quote unquote, cancel culture is like a product 
of us trying to say what's good and what's not instead of like how it used to be where it's like, I don't like that. I'm not going to watch it. Like, I don't like this movie, so I'm not going to watch this movie. But now it's like, I don't like this movie, so I don't want anyone to watch this movie. Same thing with ideas. I don't want this idea to be real, so no one should think that this idea is real. But then it's kind of fantasy-like because it's like, well, some of these things are very real. Like the physical world we live in is very real. You know, um, mining lithium for batteries is very real. So is drilling oil from the ground. It's very real. Like to get us these places is so real. Like it's like, holy shit. But we look at it like it's like since it's out of sight, out of mind, I don't notice the turmoil that comes with along along with all these things and the forever addiction to those things, you know. But I don't know, man. Hopefully, you know, we'll we'll be headed in a better direction because I think that some some folks see this kind of trap being presented of like, hey, maybe we don't need to go so far with this uh, modern tech and like live in a virtual space. Maybe we can play with it, but we're not going to try to go there. But I think that when all this advertising revenue and all these things go into those industries, it's almost like, will we know how to get out? Like that fears me sometimes. But I think that most people see these kind of things as like, hey, you know, put the brakes on. We're just here. We're living, we have to work, we have to do all these other things that don't involve the virtual space, they involve the real world, you know. I think that most people, like, will power through, but it will change it. Everything is going to change. Like, we're in the process of incredible change. And I think that we don't deal with it very well, and it makes me sad sometimes. But then I have to be like, hey, man, I'm, I'm alive to have this experience. We all are, you know. And the change is happening at an alarming rate. Like, compared to the past, like, our technology, it's just, like, like, and even, like, like, the year from here to 2023, I'm sure technology will have progressed a lot compared to, like, 2000 to 2010, like, yeah. in that one year, you know. I hear you. So, it's, like, it's just going to keep getting exponential. Until and, what? You know what I mean? Yeah, Robots and hybrids and all this shit. I'd be down to be a hybrid. I just don't want to be a full-on robot. Like, having prosthetic arms or some shit. I don't know, like, fucking put the chip in my head, bro. Like, you know, but don't... If I can't be a, a human anymore, mind. like, I don't want to be, like, a whole robot. I want to be, like, half human then, you know? If we don't have a choice. But I'm sure we, we get to have choices, man. I think this is not going to go off the rails as much as people think it is. Especially because other people around the world that are not so deep into, like, what's cool and what's hip and what's popping and what's expensive and what's cheap and we got to buy and sell shares. Like, there's a lot of people that don't think about that on the planet. So a lot of them are like, no, like, this is too much. You know, just stop. Like, you know, we still have to do things, real things. Real things, yeah. Stuff that helps you better, the better, your, you know, your humanity or like community and all that. Because self-centeredly, like we think about like uh, the way that we use phones for like instant gratification and media posts and all this stuff. Like the whole world has that and has access to that, but they don't. Just like the vaccines, like not the whole world has access to these things, these technologies that we're, we're, we're using, you know. So it's like we're percentage of the population that's mm-hmm. fucking with this shit. Yeah. You know, not the entirety of everyone. Like everyone takes a shit, you know. <laughs> but not everyone is like surfing the web right now. Like you While know. they're taking a shit. Yeah. There's probably a large percentage of the population. I'm just saying of the world. But I'm just saying it's a percentage. It's not the whole the entirety. Yeah. That's true. Like I'd say maybe like 60%, 70% of the world maybe. Huh. And then the rest just like. 
whatever about it, you know, or just don't even know about some of the technology we have. Oh, for sure. Like those dudes on the island where like someone comes and they're just like, we're going to fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, they just start checking their, their, uh, their weapons at their fucking airplane that crashed or whatever. Yeah. Like that shit was, I've seen that picture. It's like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. But that's just how it goes in certain parts of the world. They're just so closed off and <clears throat> interesting to think about that too. Like, yeah, how far back they are. Or whatever you want to call it, yeah. Or I mean, like we consider it like that, right? Like it's they're behind, but it's like, <clears throat> well, they're all in the same time frame, right? Like, or, right? If this is really time existing in space, you know? Yeah, I guess you could say like not literally, but like figuratively behind, right? In like a sense of technology, right? Industrially, all these things that change the way societies function entirely. Like without industrialization, there wouldn't be cities like New York. And San Francisco with skyscrapers. There'd be a lot more villages rather than giant cities. Yeah, you know. Little communities here and there. Yeah. Gathering from where around they have, you know, not just like shipping groceries across, you know, continents and across oceans and shit, you know. Yeah. Which is remarkable. Like, you know, it's amazing. Like most every part of the world knows how to have some form of agriculture, though, because they have to survive or hunt or gather, whatever it is. But like, you know. It's interesting how far we've come and how we're like an ex, uh, an extension of baseline humanity as it really could exist without these extra technological advancements, industrialization, all these things. But it's kind of beautiful because it's like, look at the experiment and go, right? Look at what will, what will they build? What will they create? And sometimes I think what makes us sad lately is that a lot of things that are created we don't see in person as much anymore – and we miss that, you know. There was this sense of personalization before all this, like, you know, 10, 20 years ago at least. People had a sense of self-identification more, you know. But now it's like we're all connected all the time. And I think we get our ideologies confused with other people's sometimes and shit. You know what I mean? Like we, we, we listen to someone saying something then we regurgitate it directly, you know. Yeah, we don't think for ourselves as much like in – certain matters i guess right right and i don't know maybe maybe we're not supposed to like you know all the time maybe we are supposed to kind of just we're, we're just beings regurgitating and going bah, 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 making noises and shit at each other but like i think that honestly like if we taking language and what we say and what we do in life so seriously like it all matters you know then we should be more responsible with it but it's really hard bro that's the great thing about the human experience is like it could be super like serious Right? To hear to, to conquer and to achieve greatness, you know, or to just like exist, man, like the guy that's down there on the corner. Like, you know, <laughs> like we, we are somewhere in the middle, you know what I mean? Yeah. And getting pulled by both ends of wanting to exist and, and also acclimating to what society is part of. Using your existence to do something bigger and badder than ever before right instead of just being like look this is my existence like you know there's more of my genetic line to come you know i feel like that's all kind of not valued as much in society anymore in ours we look at like if someone gets sick too like a failure of science to to help them survive like you know yeah we're just uh moving places bro what will we build you know what will we create some of the things we're creating are amazing and I think some of the, like, podcasts and Twitch, like, doing these things, like, I think they're amazing. Like, they're amazing. Like, I trip out sometimes. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll smoke some weed or something. And I'll be like, dang. 
Like it's amazing that I can watch these videos or whatever right now and listen to this person talking about how they feel. Even though it was recorded maybe a long time ago, it's in this place where I could just tune in. I don't have to go to the to the TV and whatever whatever's playing right now between 2.30 and 3 is all I can watch. Like, you know, on the four channels that are optional, like at the beginning of a lot of technology in the 1900s, of propaganda, basically. That's what it was made for, right? But now we can go away from that. Well, we don't have to necessarily listen to propaganda. Maybe the ads are kind of like that amidst it, like saying, buy this product, you know, do this, you know. But for the most part, like we could tune into things that have nothing to do with that. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. That's quite this thing. You can just make anything an experience, it feels like, too. Like on the internet, you can just, it's all an experience. Kind of like why NFTs became a thing. It's like, <clears throat> look, we could do this. We could sell this virtual real estate shit, bro. Check that out. People will do it. People will for sure do it. It just takes a few people that have some money to do it. And then everyone's going to be like, dang, they did that. We could do that too. You know? Basically. It's a trend, kind of. But that all exists somehow still in a virtual space that's real but not real. Like, you know? Yeah. It's it's all very weird. I like, I like to keep my internet space like an experience rather than, you know, like somewhere that makes me anxious or whatever you know like i try to curate myself into the internet the way i want to where it's gonna help me feel better you know what i mean yeah like where i'm not always like doom and gloom about shit so like yeah like i like that part of the internet where you could just curate your experience you know like, i want to i don't want to think about this shit so i'm not gonna even fucking think about it i'm just gonna go look up something over here about whatever the fuck it interests me at the moment and i'll just lose myself for a moment just forget, you know. Yeah. And that's one thing about, you know, what we have on technology that's really neat that I really appreciate. The escapism of it. Yeah. You know, and knowing when, you know, some people will take it too far, you know. like escape Right, too which far. is the danger of it, could possibly, right? Yeah, but I mean, ultimately, it is a <clears throat> cool, almost it could be a healthy escape. It can be if it's utilized in these certain ways, for sure. Yeah, I like to use it in that way where it's not like, I'm not, I'm like, I'm still doing what I need to do in daily life, you know, and still... You know, inserting myself into these situations, but I'm also still like, all right, I need a break from it. <clears throat> I'm going to go play this or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I like about the technology we have. Well, let's use it responsibly. Thank you, Erica Berto. I appreciate you coming through, man. It's always a good time. I'm glad we're reunited, having good conversations. Go check them out. Trouser Schnauzer out there on the Twitch gaming field type thing and out there on Twitter. Check him out. He's funny as shit too. I hope you had a good time, listener. I hope that you enjoyed the dialogue. I hope that it didn't make us feel pessimistic in any way here because we're trying to be optimistic. There's just realities that are at hand right now that could be alarming. And I don't mean to be an alarmist, but hey, sometimes if you see some funky shit, you got to ring the alarm. But I hope that you continue those conversations out there. Super critical to our growth as humanity to continue that vibe. I'm very grateful to be here today, bringing you yet another episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast. Get your free stickers. I still got some to give out. You can get some free stickers that I posted at the local smoke shops here in Reedley, maybe Sun China, the Chinese spot, and over there at Academy West, where Alfredo sits in his suit looking fine. Go check him out. And if you're into liking and subscribing and sharing and all those things, handle that. I would greatly appreciate that. You can find us on Instagram. Don't forget at symbiosisnow.podcast. I post highlights if you're like, 
into more short form clips and all that. I do that for you, baby. Thanks for joining me on the journey. And I hope to catch you on the next episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast. The beat you were about to hear was created by Roy OG, fan and guest of the Symbiosis Now podcast. (laughs) 